0: Hi, everybody. It's Joanne. I just real quick before we get into today's episode, wanted to remind you that Audra Powers, who was our guest today, was also a featured guest in our Funny First Dates compilation episode, and you have got to go check her out. Her story is so amazing. It is crazy first date combined with crazy coincidence. It's just good stuff. So to find that episode, you can either go to the show notes and click the link, or you can go to fancyfreepodcast.com slash date three. That's D-A-T-E and the number three. The other thing I wanted to let you know is that Audrey and I talk a lot about mops, but then we don't ever explain in the actual interview what mops is. MOPS stands for Mothers of Preschoolers, and it's an international organization that is a Christian non-denominational organization that is for mothers of preschool-aged children. And most towns have a MOPS meeting. They meet at churches. Usually it's every other week in the morning or in the evening. There's a potluck. There's always a speaker. You get to know other moms with kids the same age for the entire two-semester time period, you're sitting at the same table with the same group of women, which are mostly other women that have preschool children, but also at each table is a leader and then a mentor mom who has been through it all. So it's just a really neat organization. And anyway, that's what Mops is. You are listening to the Fancy Free podcast where my girlfriends and I tell our most embarrassing, funny stories so we all feel less alone in our imperfections. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. And today I have with me a new girlfriend, Audra Powers. She and I met through my favorite, her view from home writers group on Facebook. We don't know each other well, but we have a lot in common. Audra is a stay at home mom to three little ones and wife to her engineer husband. They live in the high desert of Albuquerque, New Mexico. She loves fitness, playing guitar, hiking, and the great outdoors. Audra writes to empower moms in the everydayness and the everyday mess of motherhood. Audra, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, fill in the blanks. What did I miss about who you are and what you do?
1: Well, I think you pretty much covered it, but I have three little kids almost four, almost one, and two and a half. So I've had three kids in pretty much oh my four gosh. years. Been busy, but I'm done. So I'm feeling myself moving into a different stage of motherhood. And I have just learned so much in the past four years from having my kids back to back and just everything that's been thrown at us and everything that's happened. And so that's kind of where I had this passion to write and to share. And I really just want to help other moms and empower other moms in motherhood.
0: And I love your everydayness and everyday mess. I think you might need to trademark that. I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> In
1: my previous life, I was a personal trainer and I loved cooking elaborate meals for my husband. But now my workouts are mostly carrying and chasing my three kiddos. And <laughs> we, we eat a lot of chicken nuggets and mac and cheese from Costco. <laughs> So there is a lot of everyday mess going on at our house.
0: Yes. You're in the weeds. You just are. I'm so glad you realized it. It's like this isn't forever. (laughs) Definitely.
1: And I'm starting to come out of the weeds a little bit. So I'm seeing glimpses of the future and it's just really cool.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for you. If you're introspective at all, or if you have a heart for other moms who are just beginning the journey, of course, you're going to want to turn that around and try to share some of that wisdom. And not only just the wisdom, but some of the mess so that when they're in their mess, they don't feel so alone. And that's actually part of what this podcast is all about. We show our underbellies so that other people Don't think they're the only ones who have underbellies, you know? So tell me a little bit about what you're planning on doing with your writing art. Do you have long-term goals for that?
1: I have a lot of dreams and I'm just starting. I'm kind of in the infancy of those dreams, but I'd love to uh, write a book. I have a book kind of in the back of my mind that I'm planning on. And then also just start writing more consistently. And honestly, since I've made my writing and sharing a priority, I've been a lot happier. So that's another thing that I would encourage young mothers to do is to find those things that you did or that you loved before motherhood and before babies and make those things a priority. Just within the time that you have, it could be once a week where you sit down and you write or you read or you play guitar. That's something else I've been doing recently. And it just it makes you a happier Person. And yes. I've just learned to just really love getting my creative juices flowing and making that a priority. So this is just kind of what my journey is about right now.
0: It's not selfish. It's, it helps you flourish in all parts of your life and your kids will benefit from that so much because not only will they benefit from a mom who feels like a more well-rounded whole person. But they will also learn that you should focus on those things that are just about you and that you love and that you're passionate about. Because, you know, we don't want for our kids to just be these self-sacrificial service robots, you know? Exactly. We want them to learn all growing up that you can balance that with stuff that you love.
1: Yes. And, you know, what I found through making my writing a priority when I can, you know, when the kids are asleep at night, is that the next day I feel more creative with my own children. And mm-hmm. we've been getting into mm-hmm. art more. I've been busting out my guitar and singing songs with them. I've like rediscovered oh. my love for reading to the kids. Awesome. It's just been a really good perspective shift for me to realize that nurturing those things inside of myself, then I can nurture those things in my children. Mm-hmm. It's been a really cool season that we're coming into. Oh.
0: The old Audra is coming alive. Yeah, definitely. Her kids are benefiting from that. That is amazing. I'm so happy for you. I think maybe you figured that out a little earlier than I did. (laughs) Good for you. That's awesome. It makes those early years so much more enjoyable and tolerable if you can dig back into who you were before you had kids and kind of pluck out a few things that you want to highlight and really get those going again in your life.
1: Yes, and I think it's really important too to recognize that season that you're in. I was in the surviving season, you know, I, I think for about three and a half years, I was really in that survival mode. And that's okay. And you can be there and you can still flourish there, even though it's really hard. But when you are not trying to, to push too soon out of that season, then your next season is easier because you spent that time honoring where you are.
0: Yes. And I
1: think if I didn't honor my season of life with two under two and then three under four, I wouldn't be at this place I'm in now because I didn't honor that season. I didn't take that time to rest. I didn't focus on priorities that were really important in those early years. Yep. So I feel like focusing on the early years, doing what you have to do, honoring that season will then allow you to really step into that next season and kind of find those pieces of yourself and then put that back into your family.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I think we just did the advice section of the interview early. (laughs) You're really good at putting things into words. So here's my next question for you that's totally unplanned. Are you planning on speaking at MOPs?
1: Yes. Actually, that's what my embarrassing story is about. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I would love to do that one day. Actually, speaking of seasons, this past season of my life so my youngest is almost one I, I just took a step back from everything and just kind of reevaluated mm-hmm. everything and mops was one of the things that I stepped back from good good for you because we had some other life changes but now I'm like oh I can't wait for the next semester mm. to start I'm excited about that again and it's not that I've just like pushed myself to keep going and going and going just because I felt like there's a responsibility so now the anticipation is back and I'm excited about that yeah so yeah That
0: would be something I would love to do. It sounds like you definitely understand the thrust and the theme of this podcast. So (laughs) what do you have for us today? What was your not so fancy moment that you're going to share with us?
1: Okay, so my not so fancy moment, I feel like was motherhood in a nutshell, and my crash course having two under two. So this was a, a couple of years ago, back in 2017, and I just had my second baby, and my oldest two are 15 months apart. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah, I was
1: like right in that survival mode. I think I was about two months postpartum, and this was like my second ops session. So I had gone to one. I really liked it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go back. And so I didn't really know anyone that well, but I was determined to get out of the house, meet some other moms. So this was the second meeting I got up, was excited to go, had my morning planned, fed the baby, did all I had to do for the toddler. Um, My toddler was like 18 months at that point. So I was super sleep deprived, but super in need of mom friends. So Uh I got everybody dressed. I got some real clothes on. I put some makeup on. (laughs) My kids looked cute. I loaded everybody up into the car. I was even a little bit early. And so I stopped by Starbucks. I got myself a cappuccino. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was feeling myself at two months You're like, this is the best morning
0: ever. (laughs) I am winning at life.
1: (laughs) I am the best mom. I can do this. I have two under two and I'm rocking it. I look good. I feel good. You know, all my endorphins are going and I love it. That cappuccino, you know, caffeine fix. I mean, that was hitting me. That cappuccino was kicking in hard on my way to mom's. I pull up to the church where the group met. And I was even early enough to get a really good parking spot right up by the front door.
0: Mm, sweet.
1: And I'm like, man, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy my time, sip on my cappuccino, finish this up. The baby was sleeping. The toddler was happy. And so after a few more minutes, I was like, okay, it's time to get out. And so I walked around to the side door. I opened up the door and my toddler was. And I knew my whole day was over, like right then and there. <laughs> um, the smell hit me first. And then I went to unbuckle my toddler, and without being too graphic, all I can say (laughs) is that I have never had to clean up a worse mess in my entire life. Oh, no. And I have three kids under four. So, yeah, it was just the biggest blowout you can ever imagine in the car seat, and she's just sitting there smiling at me. She's not fussing, just looking at me like, okay, mom, um, we're going to get out now and go play, right? And I'm just thinking, no, baby, we are not getting out. What is mama going to do? I can't drive home because I'm afraid she's going to like make the mess even worse.
0: Yeah. Finger paint.
1: Yes. I don't want her sitting in it. You know, she's still pretty little at this point. So I have to try to clean it up before we go home. So oh. take a deep breath. I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't have any spare clothes with me. I know it's a rookie mistake. <laughs> and all I have is just probably like a pack of wipes with about 30 wipes left. And I used every single one of those wipes. I get to work. Oh I'm like, okay, got to get a plan. I get the wipes, praying that the baby stays asleep. <laughs> and I'm just trying to hold her with one hand, clean up the mess with wipes. I find a bag, throw everything in the bag. I had to take her clothes off. I ended up throwing her (laughs) clothes away. It was that bad. (laughs) And then, you know, everybody starts to show up to mops. So Mm -hmm. I'm like front and center, fully exposed, all these new moms coming in that I don't really (laughs) know, seeing what's going on.
0: You're flinging naked babies and stuffing dirty wipes into a Walmart bag. Never mind. Nothing
1: to see here. Yep. Just keep on moving. I know you don't know me. You probably think I'm some crazy mom here, but you know, it was just, it, it was a little bit humiliating. It was definitely embarrassing. And obviously it was disgusting. So I'm like trying to do the best I can to keep everything clean.
0: <laughs> You're trying not to vomit. Yes,
1: exactly. I mean, I have like a full belly of cappuccino and I'm like cleaning up Uh-oh. the disgusting mess. And like, it's just, it's so much You're all in you sweating. And- <laughs> yes, sweating. It's still, it's hot. Uh-huh. It was in September. So it was hot outside. Anyway, so after I got everything kind of like cleaned up, I just was like, oh my gosh. I put her in a diaper, put strapped her back in the car seat. Knowing in my mind when I get home, I've got to be like, take this whole car seat apart because it stuff's in the straps and I've got to air out my car. That was just my crash course. And I will never, ever forget it. And you know, nobody really was like paying any attention to me. I think one person said, you need any help? I'm like, I'm okay. No, I'll poop away later. But the only thing I could keep thinking, especially I was just driving away, I just kept thinking, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I had my cappuccino before the blowout. <laughs> Praise
0: the Lord. You had your strength. <laughs> yes, I
1: had my mom's strength.
0: was on that cappuccino was.
1: And there's this, a, a side note story to this, which I think kind of sums it up. It was that a few weeks after this happened, we had to end up getting a new vehicle. For unrelated reasons, we got the smell <laughs> out eventually. But we ended up getting a minivan. Not like a crossover, not a super oh, yeah. high-end van, but like a legit, I have two kids and I'm probably going to have cow. more mom van. So I was, you know, I'm not feeling really cool about it. I'm like, oh, this is like a mom van. I wanted something cooler. But when I went back to my mom's meeting a few weeks later, I pulled in and I just realized that every single vehicle in that parking lot was another mom van. And
0: I just, (laughs) you're like, I fit in. Okay, good.
1: These are my people. I felt
0: so much better (laughs) about my car and my life. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And you were in a different car, so maybe nobody recognized you. I know, you. <laughs>
1: so that's good, too. Like am awesome. like, put on a disguise. But, you know, I think sometimes <laughs> you just have to find your people, do life together, because I've learned so much through that group that I wasn't alone in my mothering. And the more I got to know those moms, I learned that I was not alone in my embarrassing mom moments.
0: You know, that is the very first place where I realized the benefit of sharing stories with other moms, and then for years after I stopped going to mops, my kids would be like, mom, why did you, why are you putting mops clothes on today? Where are we going? <laughs> so, so when you said that you put real clothes on, yeah. I'm like, sister, I had my mops clothes too and my kids noticed. Yep. Every every other Thursday, get those real jeans on. Where are we going today, Exactly. Know, you know. clothes on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why are you dressed in Mop's clothes, <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> and then you were talking about how you didn't have a, a spare set of clothes. And I always tried to have a spare set of clothes, but man, those kids grow fast. It's I know. It's completely impossible. Plus, like, I love all the clothes that I buy for my kids, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. no, I want them to wear them. And then they start cycling through and you just don't always have an extra set in your in your and bag, but then
1: you have to throw clothes away. So yeah, you know. yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, sometimes they turn to turn out disposable. So you, yeah, yeah, so frustrating. Oh my gosh, I love hearing about that experience. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that, but I'm oh sorry right, But at least it wasn't super cold outside. It was September, so yeah.
1: Anyway. And it's funny because anytime my husband has to, like he complains about a mess that he had to clean up or you know, Uh oh, the baby made a big mess or, you know, whatever. I'm always like, well, do you remember the car seat situation (laughs) of 2017? Because I do.
0: (laughs) The 30 wet wipes that weren't enough. I win the
1: mess every single time. I win. (laughs) You will never have to clean up something that bad. So I win. You can clean that up.
0: (laughs) That mess went down in history. That's right. My biggest mess was... My girls and I, when my girls were, I think three and and five, or maybe it was the next time. But anyway, we went to the Outer Banks of North Carolina to vacation with my family, and Scott stayed home because one time he had to work, and one time he had just had back surgery, so he didn't always go with us. And we had flown, and we'd gotten in really late, like midnight, and then at about three a.m., I hear this, "Mommy!" And my girls were in one room, and I was in a different room, and these rooms all had ensuite bathrooms, so. I hear this mommy Bailey's sick. So I go in and she this my little tiny three year old at like three o'clock in the morning is sitting her skinny little bottom is like teetering on the toilet. Aww. And the entire bathroom floor, every square oh, inch of it was yeah. covered in vomit. Oh my and god. And I was like, how am I gonna even get to her? <laughs> the floor is
1: lava the floor is lava exactly the floor is 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 puke
0: the floor is puke that's a new game (laughs) yeah oh my gosh so I had to like clean it and go slowly to her and then oh my goodness as I was dealing with her, I hear mom, and I'm like, "Go to the oh, other bathroom." And they the- so they both had been exposed to something, and this oh, is when I no. learned that GI viruses can be airborne, and it actually is true. I hadn't known this before. I don't think we knew it when I was practicing medicine. It's kind of a new, a new thing. They're just finding out by doing mm-hmm. epidemiologic studies, but that they we had stayed in a hotel in Norfolk, oh, anyway, somewhere the night before, and. They had gone to the bathroom together. They must have been a little older because I let them go by themselves just together to this public restroom. And they came my breath out. They're like, wait, they told us we couldn't go in there because somebody had just thrown up and and they were cleaning up vomit. And like, sure enough, 20 hours later, my kids are both deathly ill. So I was bouncing back and forth between – thank God we had two separate restrooms because they Uh were both – it was coming out both ends of both girls. And I was like, where is your father? (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, he's across the country, sleeping probably. But (laughs) I was there with my parents who I was like, I'm not going to – I don't want – I'm terrified that they've already been exposed, but if yeah. they haven't been, I have to keep this contained. Like, my parents are not this – they're no they're no spring chickens. You know, yeah. I didn't want them up there getting sick. So thank goodness my girls were the only ones that got it, and I didn't even get it. Oh, Isn't that my amazing? Oh, goodness.
1: That is amazing.
0: Yeah. So I totally pull that one out when my husband's complaining about my too. I'm <laughs> like, remember the entire bathroom floor covered with vomit? <laughs> like, and, oh, and so we hadn't – um we we hadn't been there very long so i was like is does this place even have a laundry room like i was oh, doing laundry yeah. i was washing clothes and sheets and nineties and panties all through the night it was so oh exhausting i'm so glad oh. it didn't last very long it was it was rough mm. but at least that wasn't happening in front of a bunch of mops moms <laughs> from whom i had put on my favorite outfit an hour earlier <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Beauty Bioscience. This company approached me to try some of their products and they sent me the Quench, a morning and evening intensely nourishing facial cream, and R45, the reversal. This is a product that you only need to use twice a year in 45 days to repair discoloration, wrinkles, enlarged pores, and uneven texture. I'm going to be talking about this weekly until I finish the 45-day treatment, so I'll let you know how it goes. I've just started it. I've been using it for a week, and what I can tell you is that it smells really nice. It goes on easily, and I have not had any dryness, redness, flaking. Honestly, the only thing I've really noticed is that my face is nice and moisturized, And I think I'm starting to notice a little bit less prominence of the pores on my nose, which is one of my pet peeve trouble spots. I want to thank Beauty Bio for sponsoring this episode today. And if you go to beautybio.com and use the promo code FANCYFREE, you will get 15% off of your entire shopping cart. So go check them out. It's time to talk about life hacks. Do you have a quick life hack you think the listeners would love?
1: I do. I have a little life hack philosophy that I have been clinging to lately. And it's really something that hit me the other day. And I decided that I don't need more self-care. I need better systems. When I have better systems, I don't find myself so burnt out that I feel like, okay, I didn't meet my self-care or my me-time quota, so now I can't function. And honestly, Mm -hmm. there was a time not too long ago that I really felt that way. That, okay, I'm just at the point where I need to leave the house right now. I don't care what happens. You take care of our three kids and I'm just gone. I used to function like that. And, you know, I realized that that kind of mindset, that mentality was starting to affect my whole family. And I realized that Mm -hmm. we just needed better systems for the whole family instead of just a spa day for myself. And that really came to a breaking point. When I like had a breakdown, this has been like a couple months ago now. And I hit a wall with our bedtime routine and the bedtime routine was affecting my morning routine and I just was tired and exhausted and things weren't working. So my husband and I just sat down and we went through like all those hot spots, all those stressful areas and the stressful aspects of the bedtime for both of us. And we identified like three small changes we can make. One of those changes was that we ordered an alarm clock for kids off Amazon. And so it turns green when they're allowed to wake up or get out of the
0: bed. Oh my gosh. I wish they'd had that when my daughter was young. Oh, I'm so with you. Okay. Awesome. So you did, you identified some concrete changes you can make.
1: Yes. Like what are very practical things, small changes, because I'm not really good at like sticking to a schedule. And, and I honestly think that again, going back to what we talked about earlier, being in this like survival mode, your kids are changing constantly. And Mm -hmm. you feel like you're in a good routine one week and then the next week it changes. So you could have one system and then four weeks down the road, it breaks down. And that's kind of Uh. what happened. And that's when I realized, okay, anytime I start to feel overwhelmed or like the system is breaking down, let's stop. Let's make time to talk about it. Let's identify the small changes because I can do small changes. Oh, that's so good. And getting that alarm clock. Honestly, my kids have never been really good sleepers, never really been good nappers. It's always been a really hard thing for our family. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, I doubt it's going to work, but we can give it a try. And it ended up working. So you don't know unless you try those things. So just really putting those smarter systems in place. And another thing that came from my, my mental breakdown was that I realized that I didn't really have a morning off. I didn't really have a morning where I could just sleep in. And my husband's work schedule recently changed, and he works a 410, so he doesn't work on Fridays. Mm. So we decided that, okay, Friday morning was going to be my morning, he would get up with the kids, he would get breakfast started, which I like making breakfast, but I do need, you know, some time off especially the the Mm -hmm. mealtime off and so now like he makes the coffee and sometimes he'll even bring coffee upstairs for me and it's just been really refreshing to have that every week that
0: I look forward to yes you don't have to ask for it you know it's built in yes you don't have to apologize about it because you've decided this is what needs to happen
1: yeah I don't like storm out of the house and go get self-care and then come back and feel guilty for it because that's
0: what was happening. Right, you were waiting until it was too, almost too late yes. and then you felt bad yes. the way you behaved. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's not like my husband would not have been doing this all along and it's not like he doesn't help, he's a wonderful helper, he's a great husband and father, but I, like, I didn't know that's what I needed without stopping and taking a look mm-hmm. at my system. And once I did yes. that, the small things just have made a huge difference. So better systems over self-care, that's what I'm learning.
0: Better systems make you need self-care less. <laughs> Exactly.
1: And you can still enjoy the spa and all that, but start with the system first.
0: You can plan it into the schedule and not feel guilty about it and know it's coming and do some small things to make it so you can hold off. Exactly. One of the things that I identified for bedtime, because a lot of times my husband wasn't home at bedtime. Mm -hmm.
1: And so it felt
0: like such a marathon for me at the end of the day. Mm. But if I simply did two things, Made sure I'd eaten protein. This is when they were really little and they were going to bed really early. Make sure I'd had some protein so my blood sugar wasn't gonna go bouncy on me. And make sure I had emptied my bladder. Just those two things. Yeah. Made bedtime so much more tolerable. And it's like, you know, you're in the weeds when <laughs> you can't you have to remind <laughs> yeah. yourself to pee. I know. <laughs> I've been there yeah. too. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh, crazy. What have you been loving lately that you think the listeners will love too?
1: So other than the Fancy Free podcast, which I've been loving, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. another podcast that's really been helpful, especially in this motherhood season that I'm in, it's called At Home with Sally. And it's the Sally Clarkson podcast. She is a wonderful author and she just encourages moms in all seasons of life. And every time I listen to her podcast, I just, I feel encouraged. Then I've also been reading a book and it's called What's So Amazing About Grace. It's by the author Philip Yancey. But I've never really studied the concept of grace before. But once I started Mm. digging into it a little bit, it's actually really changed my perspective on my relationships and even my parenting. So that's been a really good book.
0: What a great title too.
1: Yeah. The third thing that has been life-giving is Whole Foods Amazon Prime Delivery. Oh, my goodness. It's like a two hour delivery. It's free for Amazon Prime members. I always tip whoever is taking care of my order. But it's actually a really good deal. It's still cheaper than eating out. And you can just go on the little Prime app, load up your cart, and then they will get it to you very quickly. Wow. And so on the days where if somebody's sick, or I didn't meal plan, or I just need some extra snacks, because my kids are going crazy, I can just go through, load up my cart, and then it's there. So that's been really helpful. I don't do it every week, but I save it for those times where I really need a little extra help. And if you are a Prime member, they have some extra like savings and um, discounts for you through Amazon. So it's 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 not super crazy expensive, especially if you're like shopping the sales and just getting a few things here and there. So that's been really helpful.
0: Wow. I live in rural Montana, so we don't even have a Whole Foods, but for for you people who live in urban areas, that is amazing. It comes in two hours and it comes to your house. That is definitely worth tipping someone over. Uh Uh-huh. For sure. That's your sanity right there. That's worth something for sure. (laughs) (music) What is one surprising thing about you people wouldn't know just by looking?
1: Well, I have to say that I actually auditioned for American Idol. That's so awesome. I've been playing (laughs) guitar and singing since I was really young. I actually teach guitar lessons now, and I've taught voice too. But after I graduated high school, I like drove out to where they were auditioning with a friend. Obviously, I didn't make it. That would have been cool. But the whole experience was really crazy. It was a really long
0: day. There were so many people. Oh my gosh, what an experience.
1: Yeah, and it was kind of like back when American Idol was at its height, you know? It was like raining outside. We were standing outside. We had to get there super early. And it was just like the whole day was taken up with American Idol and waiting. When you finally got called down, they call you down like a group of six. So you're standing there, like six, five other people next to you. And there's these three judges. And you each have like 15 seconds to sing. And even though I didn't make it past that first round, I'm proud of myself because after everyone sang, I was the only person that they asked, okay, can you sing one more thing for us? So at least I felt like they liked me enough to ask me to sing a little bit more, even though they turned me down. I think that was pretty cool.
0: I think you may be the bravest person I know. And I... (laughs) love that your last name is Powers. You have Powers, (laughs) girl. You you definitely have the power of courage. That's so awesome. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I know the listeners are going to want more Audra Powers. So please tell (laughs) us where they can find you online.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Audra Powers. And then you can also find me on Facebook. I share a lot of just open and honest motherhood moments and my Facebook page is Motherhood Empowered with Audra Powers. And then I also have a website,
0: motherhoodempowered.com. I love it. And I have got to admit something to you. It just occurred to me that your name is a play on words with your last name. Hello. It is. I had to use it, man. I had to use it. And I thought it was a great name before I put two and two together. <laughs> I can't believe it did occur to me. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. Now it's doubly awesome audra this has been so much fun thank you so much for being with me today
1: thank you so much for having me this has just been really wonderful
0: thank you so much for listening to the fancy free podcast wasn't audra adorable oh my gosh you have got to go over to the crazy first date story and listen to more audra in that episode because the way she met her husband is completely amazing so fun. Make sure to check out the show notes for today's episode at fancyfreepodcast.com episode 58 to get all the links that we discussed today and so that you can learn more about Audra. Next week on the show, we have Crystal Sodatus. And she has a funny story about getting stuck in a big snowstorm in Chicago on her way to some job training. And you just have to come back next week to hear the rest of that story. Remember to subscribe to the show so that new episodes pop into your feed each week. Remember that if you go to beautybio.com and enter the promo code FANCYFREE, you can get 15% off of anything you buy there. If you have a story to tell, email me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com. And if you want more connection, laughter, and sharing, join the Fancy Free Facebook group. It is our private slice of the internet where we can share our stories in a bit of confidence and just laugh at ourselves together. The question of the week this week is, what is your favorite podcast for encouragement and what is your favorite podcast for laughter? I'd love it if you'd follow the Fancy Free Podcast on Instagram and tell your girlfriends about the show. Have a wonderful week and remember, no one is as fancy as they look.